Welcome to Let's Vibe. On this podcast, we are documenting and celebrating our passion for raves, festivals, and electronic dance music. I'm your host, Danny Era, and let's get this party started. We're going to start this off how we normally start off our conversations with me getting your name right. And I want to get it right. And I've been practicing my head. You're laughing so hard right now. No, no, no. It's actually one of the questions I actually get a lot of the times, like after people start, like, get to know me. And I know your name and I just say it one letter off every single time. And it really, I really want to get it down. Us, I want to try. I want to try if that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Asajane. No. Ah! You're close though. You're close though. Damn. Uh, okay. So my actual first name is pronounced Ajene. Yeah, there's an apostrophe in my name. I don't use it. Ajene. Yeah. The way people see it, like my full name, I have people ask me just like, oh, what do you mix with? I'm just like, as far as I know, I have native in me. I have black in me and probably white because I'm black. But... <laughs> The way it's pronounced, like you read it, it says Asuni. So once it says Asuni, like eventually you keep saying Asuni really, really, really fucking fast. Eventually you start to say Ajane. We also know you, Ajane, as so many other names. So <laughs> most of us in our Discord group call you Ghosty or Ghost. Yes. Your new screen name is Shroom Princess, Ajane Ghosty. I love having you in the Discord. I think you are <laughs> such a great member Thank to you. our community. Um, and we got to meet in person. We got to go bowling. That was so fun. My grandma still talks about it. <laughs> yes. And you took your grandma, uh, who goes by LG, your little granny. We love mm -hmm. her. Her energy is so good. And your guys' dynamic together. You guys are like sisters. <laughs> and like, you might fight. Oh. You might, like, I don't know if y'all love each other or you hate each other, but I know it's love. <laughs> I know it's love. Okay. It's kind of like our inside joke when we're out in public and all that. We'll talk hella shit to each other just because I like to be controversial sometimes. But my grandma has been there every step of the way, every fuck up. When it comes down to it, she is my everything. Like I lose her, that's it. We love LG, so shout out LG. I know we already talked about her in another episode and we talked about you. So I love when we do that. I've ended up shouting out cold pizza twice now on accident. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm not obsessed so with you, adorable. I swear, but I am. <laughs> it's so adorable. His actual name is The Cold Pizza. So again, shout out Cold Pizza. Pizza, I'm, I love I'm obsessed you. with you and I talk about <laughs> you in every fucking episode, apparently. So I guess we're going to have to have him on here. I promise we won't cry today, but I think you're just a beautiful being full of light and love. And I'm so glad that we connected. You can share your message and some of your stories of what you've been through to help other people. Like that's what life is about. Surprisingly, that's what got me into going to festivals. Actually gave me my confidence and all that. You mentioned to me that Beyond Wonderland was your first festival. The conversation actually starts a month or two before. My birthday is August 5th. Around, what, 4th of July or something like that? My cousin and I, we were talking about just like, oh, we should go to a rave just because we've never been to one. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know how I like it, but I'm down to go to experience it. I was also planning like things for my birthday, like different concerts. Like I went to go see Beartooth, which is one of my favorite metal bands. I went to Emo Night. My cousin ditched me for both of them, so I had to give away my tickets. I'm still a little mad about it, but I'm just like, okay. 
each weekend I kept doing something and one of my cousins she was posted on her Instagram just like hey I have an extra VIP ticket to beyond like she's selling it for 300 I'm just like yo like I will buy it off of you if nobody's going with you I don't want you going alone she's just like oh for you you could have it for free I'm just like are you sure yeah just come get it pick you up for my job and just take me to and from I'm just like oh okay and it's also crazy because my rave mom, she's a really good friend of mine. She was already trying to convince me to go to a festival. That's how I ended up going to Beyond because my cousin gave me my first festival ticket, VIP. And I just turned 21 and ever since then, EDC, Project Z, Countdown, all that. How far in advance did you know you were going? Oh no, same day. I so happy to wake up that morning, got on Instagram, saw she was selling it. I'm so glad I muted. My voice is so raspy when I'm laughing. I sound like I smoked a whole pack of like Newports before we got on the call. Yeah. Like I sound so bad. Go but I'm some laughing water. so hard. I have, oh, this is Red Bull. I don't actually <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Maybe like that sometimes. I guess here. This is from last night too, but you know. Here it's we better are. than nothing. <laughs> Times are tough. Were you listening to electronic music or kind of dabbling that before you went to this festival? I grew up listening to rock music. Linkin Park was my love. Ice Nine Kills, Stick to Your Guns and all that. But I remember listening to Skrillex when Bangerang, his album first dropped for Bangerang and Scary Monster Nice Spirits. Skrillex came from the band from first to last. Yes. Did, did you, were you a fan of that band? A little bit, not so much, but I didn't know of them. Did you recognize Sonny from being from that band? to yes. his and then you're like now this guy's a dj and he's making like these crazy fucking sounds that we've never heard before yeah i recognize him from first to last i knew him as skrillex more than sunny you must have been really young when when the first time hearing bangering 2012 yeah yeah i was already 11 at the time set you up for you the rest of your life honestly so my first two CDs ever were Darude Sandstorm and 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying and Ooh. actually The Chronic 2001. Those were from my dad. So shout out Mitch because I was just like, I don't know. I also had the Little Mermaid soundtrack at one point. So it was just like whole like mirage. Yeah. And that sums me up, right? Like electronic music, hip hop, gangster rap, and then like, Little you, Mermaid. That's me. Like, you still have your Disney phase, boy band phase. Like, you're never going to get rid of that. But also, like, if you want to mosh, we can get into it. Like, Oh, 100%. We were seeing the transition, the scene kind of life into the rave community. And all the ravers were scene kids because they were dressing up as, like, cyber goth and, like, colorful and all that scene kids, right? From what I seen, like, in all these old videos and pictures, I'm just like, that straight up scene. Like, you can't tell me otherwise. They were very, like, complementary of one another the music yeah. they were we were listening to in each of those categories they were different I feel like they were the same shit using different words exactly and they made you feel something and that's what electronic music does to me that's what emo music does to me country it doesn't make me feel any type of way besides let's turn this off right here right now classics like old 90s country I know about five of them I will get down to that there's a store you need to come visit by my house that has actual like traditional cowboy cowgirl boots made from real leather and why do I need to visit there because they're cheap <laughs> <laughs> like if you like that like they will have that old school look because I okay. get all my belts from there 
I got you. Okay. Yeah. I've never owned cowboy boots, but if I ever do, like that's the spot. Or if I need to go to the hoedown at EDC. So when we're sitting here talking, all, all that's in my head is like, I just want to feel something. I, and that's how I've always felt. I always just wanted to not feel in my own reality. Or if I hear a song that relates to how I'm feeling, it's going to be on repeat. I like seeing that transition of like the scene or emo kid into the rave because we just want to feel something. I believe that the rave community and the music definitely emulates that. I feel more whole and complete raving, going to festivals, going to shows, making new friends. I feel more secure and complete and like I know myself. That's how I feel when I go to festivals and raves. So you have like hours notice or less to get to your first festival, which is Beyond Wonderland 2021. For you, like, what do I wear? What do I need to do? What do I need to bring? Like, what is going through your mind knowing you were going to a rave in in just a little bit for your first time? She told me go on YouTube, find creators I like, just watch them. I don't have to take any advice, but just watch them, listen to what they say about it. She told me, just like, yeah, just be comfortable, find something, be comfortable, wear what you want to wear. Yeah, it was a makeshift outfit. I went to Spencer's, found me, I still have those two shirts. I made them to a crop top, got me some leggings from um, Family Dollar. I have some pink converts. I was thinking about just like, it's not that much different from a metal concert. Like, I just need to be comfortable. So you walk in the gate for the first time. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? So when I was walking in the gate, I had so many random people come up to me and just like, you look so pretty. I hope your night is amazing. And they're just like, oh, you don't have any candy? I'm just like, what's that? They're just like, is this your first festival? I'm just like, yeah. They were just like, you look amazing. And right then and there, I'm just like, why? Like, I, I'm comfortable. I'm confident in myself. Like all my worries in the world washed away. All my insecurities wash away. All that hate and anger washed away. Any hate that I have for myself and others disappeared. This is where I needed to be. When I walked in, I seen, oh, it's Alice in Wonderland theme. As a kid, I will have all these vivid dreams. I not understand any of it until I started going to raves. Walking into that kind of environment is overwhelming. So yeah. I... I'm so glad that that those people, random strangers, treated you with love and kindness because that's what keeps us going back, at least for me. I didn't know that that's what I was experiencing until you, you just shared that with me is it does wash away. Any of the doubt or self-hatred or insecurity I have about myself, that goes away and we're free from that. What I tell some of my coworkers, because apparently I convinced some of my coworkers to go to festivals and concerts with me, even though it's dubstep and all that, they still want to come. And I'm just like, and I would tell them, just like, if you go into a concert, festival, or whatever, if you have this bad perception, if you have a bad thought in the back of your mind, you're going to encounter that. So if you want to have a good time, have good thoughts, happy memories, enjoy it like truly enjoy it you walk in you go what do you do first you go to a stage do you go to the bathroom do you to go get alcohol (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't my choice i was just vibing walking around following my cousin 
after you get your drinks, do you go to a stage? And what was the first stage that you went to? Who was playing, if you remember? I think it was Wooly. And you're in VIP. After you left night one, how did you feel? I was excited. I was really excited. I love this. It was so fun. I can't wait for it. I really can't wait. It took a downfall of me going to every festival since then. It's very addicting. And once you're in it, like there's no stopping. So what was something that you experienced that surprised you the most? Personally, how many Black people actually go to festivals? <laughs> that was surprising. But we also give each other this look and just like, you're Black, I'm Black. Be safe, have fun, watch your surroundings. It is such an amazing experience to have so many different people with so many different backgrounds all being in the same moment at the same fucking time. To summarize that first rave, that first weekend at Beyond 2021, give me just a few sentences of the overall experience and how that changed you. I think it made me become more open. Like I'm more friendly and try to make friends. It made me more friendlier and more like happier, a lot more happier because then I will get excited. I'm just like, okay, what's the next festival I want to go to? I think I found where I'm supposed to be. I don't know. I don't know how, but I think all my experiences in life made me it was directing me to start going to festivals and raves. What happened next? I went to EDC for the first time after. Oh, you were hooked from beyond. Yeah. <laughs> and you haven't stopped since. Did you go to Beyond 2022? Yes, I did. This scene has really invited everyone, no matter the background, no matter your age, anything. You are welcome. You are home. You are family. And That's I really want that. Vixamiak is just, you are welcome, no questions. What is something that would surprise people about Beyond Wonderland? I'll say the art. It's so cool. They have carnival rides, carnival games. Like the different art is amazing. Even if you don't like the music, go for the art. Do you have any tips for someone who is attending Beyond Wonderland SoCal for the first time? Eat something before and stay hydrated. It's at the NAS Event Center in San Bernardino. I heard they added an extra one. Is Do you know if that's true? Yeah, they added an extra one. What is the difference between a festival at NAS that has three stages compared to Beyond Wonderland that now has six? There's more options because each stage have their own little theme and own little type of music. Like Matt Hatter, like I'm, I'm kidding at Matt Hatter day two. One of my favorite peoples is right there. Am I going to stay there for the whole time? No. The smaller it is, I feel like more the you get better vibes. I'm going to say it like that. You get better vibes. What are you most excited for this year going back to beyond? I'm going back this year excited. Mostly because I finally get to see Midnight Tea again. <laughs> um, but I was surprised that Excision is playing. And I'm thinking just like, oh, he's playing Mad Hatter. No, he's playing main stage. So I'm just like, I need to see that. I don't go to main stage a lot.
are you counting down the days? Are you anxious? Are you, who do you want to see the most? Day one for me is decision, jester, little Texas back-to-back must-die, nostalgic, reaper, on holo, sub-zero project, trifecta, and Wilkinson. Then day two, I have Andy C, eliminate, midnight tea, nightmare, riot in, resco, and sudden death. All very good choices. Follow me on social media. Ajene Ghost, and my name is spelled A-U-S-U-N-I. And you're part of our Discord, so yeah. if you can get get a hold of her through our Discord too, called Let's Vibe. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know how to find our Discord. If not, send me a message. My name's Danny Era on all my socials, and we'll get you connected. Also, if you want to see Ajene at Beyond Wonderland, she will have her gigantic. Well, it's it's actually it's actually small compared to a lot of totems, but yeah. her her medium good to good small but mighty totem that has her light up butterfly lights and a sponge and either a build a bear yeah. or a care bear on top. Well, thank you so much, and thank you, thank you for sharing about yourself and your experiences. And I appreciate every insight that you've given us today. And I think you did a great job of hyping everybody up to go to beyond. I mean, even if I didn't, I'm gonna have a good time. I don't know about everybody else. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) And do you want to go by blue? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I have heard the Beyond Wonderland is going to be your first ever rave. Yeah. So I wish that somebody had interviewed me before my first rave. My whole goal of the podcast is to really document people's experience. So you said you were listening to my other episode with with Pat O, and he has been raving since 1992. So now it's so cool that I'm interviewing you today, and your first rave will be in 2023. Because that's the whole goal is like, who are we as ravers? Why do we like this thing? And what are we doing? Why Beyond Wonderland? What made you decide that this is my first rave I want to go to? I was like working at a school. I had like the entire afternoons to myself, like not doing anything. And I remember the first thing I had seen on my phone, like advertisement wise, was for Nocturnal. And I was like, dang, like I really want to go. I really want to go. At that point, like it was already September and then ticket sales were like $500 each. Maybe the next one, escape tickets, I already had their piece sale. My cousin has been going since... I think 2016. So she told me, she was like, oh, just hold off on it. Wait until you see one that you really want to go to. So then I watched her go to Escape. I saw her go to Countdown. During Escape, I seen the pre-sale for Beyond. This is going to be my first beginning of the year, start it off, and then see how the rest of the year goes. So save your money because from my experience, once you start, you can't stop. Uh, I had a, a talk with my cousin about just full sending it. So I already got Beyond. I bought Nocturnal already. I bought Escape. I bought Hard Summer. So you're fully committed. You're like, yeah. I'm I'm a raver. I'm going. Like, we're doing this. What are you unsure about? Like, where's your head at? Kind of, we're leading up to it. It's in about 10 days. So what are you, like, what's going through your head at this point? I really want to see, like, the the shows. Like, my uncle, when I was younger, he would constantly play, like, techno music and, like, Looking at all the music now, I hear my mom playing it. I'm just like, this is where I got it from. Like, I've been hearing this. 
my first thought wasn't like, oh, like, I'm going to go get fucked up. I'm going to go do this. I was like, you get to be yourself. You get to listen to the music that you like. And you don't have to worry about anyone judging you or like be nervous about anything. You just get to go and experience it in like the way you want to. I love that. That's my goal of the Discord is to bring in the new ravers, teach them our ways. We grew up like it was like ingrained in us almost like, yeah, like our parents were listening to it. And now like we're going and doing it. So I think it's fascinating how everything that we do has carried on. And now it's my dad's generation, then your mom's, then me, and then you. We really want to teach the new people what we did so that it carries on. And it carries on in a safe and and respectful and like fun way. So we can keep doing this forever. I know you were asking about some like songs or artist recommendations. And we sent you a few playlists. Have you found anyone that you really want to see or any music that is really like speaking to you? There was a couple artists that I, I kind of seen. Uh, I know my cousin did give me a list too. Like these are like must see sets. I've been listening to a lot of the playlists though, especially now that like I go to the gym instead of usually like listening to my old playlist. Do you have an outfit plan? I'm not sure if you ever heard of the anime One Piece. It's like one of the main characters. It's just a simple outfit. It's just a pair of blue shorts and red button up. I chose him just because his entire thing is like. It's being positive. Like, he never really focuses on the downside. Like, he always keeps a smile on. One other thing that I had also planned was I ordered a lot of, like, candy that I plan on making because I've seen that a lot. And then just, like, inspiration from the outfit to the candy, I plan on, like, making it say, like, one piece. Like, the one piece on it. Like, the little beads. I'm taking my girlfriend, who's also her first time. She was, like, very nervous at first, but I told her, I was like, if you don't like it, like, it's okay. But, like, it's always fun to try something new. One thing that's honestly really funny is um, the company that we work for, for the school, she talked to them about it. Apparently, there's like a whole like subgroup of them. They all leave to be on Wonderland. They're like, oh, yeah, we have an RV. They all pack up and go for the weekend. There's a lot more people I'll know that are there that I didn't assume like, oh, yeah, they're going to be over there. I'm so excited for you guys. I am so happy to hear that you are just going to experience something new. Like you said, like it's going to be amazing. Have you been to a concert before? No. No way. No. So this is first concert, first festival, first rave. The last two months before we were like going to the gym explicitly for cardio, like getting ready for all the walking. What are you nervous about or what are you concerned about? I'm a very optimistic person. The worst could happen and I'll still be like, okay, let's look at the bright side or I never really try to focus on the negatives. I feel like if I focus on negatives, then I'm only going to go there in a negative way and like not fully enjoy it. You're prepared. I feel like you have the right attitude going in. You know about the history of what we're doing. I think you're going to have an amazing time. You know who Skrillex is, right? Yeah. What do you My think? My uncle got me into Skrillex. Those were like the first kind of songs that he showed me. Another artist that he also showed me with Skrillex was Steve Aoki. And then he's the one that taught me how to shuffle to both their music. Cool was originally, he was a DJ. I have all of his records, like a big stack at like the bottom of my stairs. There's a lot of Daft Punk. There's a lot of oldies music. Like there's a lot of techno. So my uncle passed away back in 2017. My name is kind of a play off of his because his like stage name that like he copyrighted and everything is Amateur Blue. How cool. You were born for this. You were absolutely born for this. And those records, keep those. Wow, that is like history. That is huge. Like the actual records, like the. Yeah, I can show them really quick. Yes, please. (gasps) Oh my 
God. This stack is probably what, three feet tall? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, what was that one? Oh, the uh, Daft Punk one? That is iconic. My cousin kind of went through them. He told me a lot of them are, they're singles. Like they're meant to be played like. To DJ. Yeah. This is incredible. And then this one's signed by, I'm not sure who, but all of those are signatures. Showbiz and AG. Wow. Did he leave those for you or for your mom or? He was 27. It was an untimely death. So everything just kind of got spread around the family. I grew up with him at that time all 15 years. So everyone was like, he was closer to you. Like you should be the one to have it. How did he pass if I if if you don't mind sharing and you don't you don't he have to went into cardiac arrest. He was 27 at the time and he had already had three heart transplants. I'm so sorry for your loss and that is just ah oh, that's too soon 27 like so that's your mom's brother? Yeah. And did they used to go together to the raves? Uh, my mom would go with my aunt and they had the whole downtown LA warehouse. One wow. thing that was kind of trippy was he he planned for it. So he had passed away in July of 2017. In October of 2016, he had posted on Facebook like an entire thing. He was like, if I'm the pass away young, this is how I want my funeral done. This is who I want carrying the casket. He listed off every detail how he wanted it. And then I think it was eight months later, he passed away. So his entire funeral was a uh, superhero themed. He was dressed up as Captain America. There was half the Justice League and half the Avengers that were carrying the casket and everyone was dressed up. What do you think he would say knowing that you're going to your first rave? Because it seems like music was such a big part of who he was. I was talking to my mom about that recently. I was just like, I feel like either one, he would have like told me like, oh, go like have fun. Or two, I know for a fact I could have peer pressured him into going with me. We always mess around. Like even now, like we joke about it just because he wasn't like that kind of sad person. He told me himself, he's like, if I pass away, I'm going to fucking hunt you. I would have forced him to come with me. Like there would have been no like, oh, no, I'm tired or any of that. It would have been like, no. Have you seen the TikTok trend that's going around? It's like, when I die, like, look for me in the sunsets. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of when you're telling me this story. There's a lot of people that have been posting, like, when I die, look for me in the lasers. And it's like at the festival. And like, it's really cool. Maybe you'll get like a feel that he's there with you or something that, that really reminds you of him or a song. Maybe you'll hear a song and you'll be like, oh, yep, that's my guy. I'm yeah. a very spiritual person. So I'm very open minded to like those kind of feelings and situations but it is such a magical place where like like they say Disneyland's the happiest place on earth no it's <laughs> it's inside a festival for me I wouldn't be surprised if you got a couple moments where you were like I get it he's here with me what does your mom say about you going she told me to um like just be safe be careful but like at the same time both her and my aunt they're like you're young. You need to experience this. You need to go have fun. My aunts told me, like, I regret not doing all this fun stuff when I was your age. You need to do it. You need to experience it. And I know she pushes her kids, like her daughter, to go to all of it, too. Like, go have fun. Go be yourself. Your whole family just sounds amazing. 
And I would love to meet you and your mom and your aunt and your cousins at one of these raves one day and, and get them back yeah. and get them going again. Do you think they would be open to doing that? Most likely. I know my cousin took her, my younger cousin, who's 15 right now, they went to Life is Beautiful last year for his birthday. And then uh, they spun the prize wheel and then he ended up getting both of them VIP passes. And I know my cousin's really, he's 15, he's really into it now. And I was like, all right, you just need to be 18 now. And then you can start going to all the shows. He's like, all right, till then. So we were talking about Skrillex. We were talking about Hard Summer. And you said that your uncle introduced you to like those first albums that came out by Skrillex. Do yeah. you remember what you thought? I know my, instead of like playing like all like, you know, kids albums and like little uh, kids songs. When I was little, my mom gave me an iPod first with, um, it was filled with nothing but Linkin Park, Panic at the Disco, like, so I started off with that, and then once my uncle showed me all those music, I was like, at first I was like, dang, this is weird, like, it's just sound, like, I don't want to listen to it, but then, like, slowly, like, I'd hear him playing it, and I start moving my head to it, and then I want to listen to it myself. Like, I know on my YouTube recommendation, it had been recommending me, like, Marshmallow for, like, five months, and I was like, I don't want to listen to that, like, he has a marshmallow for a hip. And then I listened to the song alone and then I started listening to like his other music and I was like, okay, like, never mind. This is good. It's not bad. Also during 2016, 2017, I really hit a, in a VC era. That's when I listened to him the most. And like, I was like looking at shows and everything. And then the second I had seen, he passed away. I was like, damn, like even up to now, like I still play it. So I play the nights, the days, waiting for love. You make me like all of those. Avicii, oh God, what a legend. I still listen to his songs. They make me feel all of the feelings and just too young, you know? Um, yeah. And that's why I like encourage people to go. If there is an artist that you really want to see, like just go because they might not be around or they might not be playing the next time. Those happy, like amazing memories and his songs being 12 years old, they still give me that feeling. I'm glad I got to see him, but um, I'm also sad that there's no new music. You know, they talk about the 27 Club. Like, yeah. don't make it past 27. Juice World said 21, and then he died two days after his 21st birthday. Like, these people are going too young, and I don't want to lose anybody else. So that's why I really implement our safety and our security, because I get close to our members in the Discord, and just being in the rave community, we're a family. We have this common thing. Me and you, we don't, we've never talked one-on-one, -on -one, but we can sit here yeah. and talk because we have music to talk about and, and we love it and we live for it. And we're passionate about it. I don't want to lose anybody else. I love every mm. single one of us. We all need each other. So I always say in my like little messages I send out every week, if no one told you today, like you're worthy, we need you and I love you. And I truly mean that because without people like you, who are younger getting into this thing and learning all the fundamentals, our scene doesn't go on. We have to pass it on to you so that you guys get to pass it on to the next one. I probably sound annoying. I probably sound like a broken record and like a mom or something, but no, I mean, my, my cousins kind of told me the same thing. Like she told my cousin too, going to life is beautiful. Don't forget, plur. be positive for everybody. She's, she told my cousin, don't be surprised if I just start dancing with somebody randomly. Like if we, like, like there's energy there, like, like all oh, thing, like, oh, it's weird. Like everyone's having fun. Like it's not anything negative. It's not anything weird. Like it's just the positivity that's in the air.
I described it the other day, like when you walk through the gates and you get through security, the air feels different. And it, you know, like a holiday or like Christmas morning, like it's just, it's a, it's a normal Tuesday, but it just feels different. Yeah. It feels special and like exciting and like all the love. And that's how it feels when you walk in. And that's what keeps me going back. I always feel so insecure. And by the time I get off the shuttle from the parking lot, I had five compliments on my hair. And that made my day and made me feel like I could relax and that I was accepted and I'm not too old to be there. And I love that. You know, I don't, you don't get that outside of there, you know, very rarely and very different. What are your other hobbies? I know you work. That's not a hobby. What else, what else like feeds your soul? Originally, I do a lot of photography. I used to have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to school because it was my only, my grandpa dropped me off 6.45 because he had to be at work 6.30. But I get so many pictures of the sunrise, like early in the morning. That and looking at my, all my uncle's music, because I do also have, I have the turntables and I have his like big equipment set. I have the giant five foot speakers that like connect to them. But I have kind of like looked into all of that. I remember when I was like just a kid, when I was in elementary, I would be outside with my friends. I'd set up, I'd buy those adapters to connect like multiple speakers to each other. And I'd connect like six little speakers connected to my tablet. And it's a blasting music for us in the back. I do have two daughters, Jade and Leilani. I've given them flower middle names. Because I don't know, I've always had like a infatuation with roses. So Leilani is Leilani Rose. Jade is Jade Lily. My mom too, um, she hangs out with Jade in the mornings and she'll play them. She'll blast her music and Jade will like bob her head to it or like start dancing to it. Like, okay, like she's getting it already. Oh, and remind me of your mom's like girl gang when they were raving. Um, so my mom had her little group, uh, like right here near downtown. It's called PGM, P- Pure Girl Madness. They would like play music. They would go out and stuff. They throw parties in the backyard. So this house that we lived in, we my grandpa's had it, I think, 46 years now. There's empty kegs on like the side that are like still there. My family's parties would like go all out. I remember my uncle had his, I think it was his 21st, that it lasted until like 6 a.m. They would throw big parties here. It's a specific spot like on the side too for like DJ Stan. My grandpa's old company, he would be able to get a uh, porta potties. He did build an entire bar area too. So like oh the house God. is made for it. Every time I interview somebody, I'm just fascinated by everything that they have to say because we all have this story and our family and our history and what led us to this moment right here, right now. And I really want to ask people, like, what has electronic music done for you? Like, what does it mean for you? I'll go ahead and ask you that now because even though you haven't been to a rave or a festival, you have still been living in this world surrounded by EDM. I used to take a bus home for nine years, like just getting home after school, and I'd make an entire playlist. I feel like listening to that type of music, like it would help my mind like get lost. Like I'd be able to just daydream, think about random things, not have to worry. So I'd have my entire playlist. Like looking at it right now, it's a three-hour playlist of just... Skrillex, Major Lazer, Dylan Francis, Martin Garrick, K. Drew. Even like now, if I'm driving, it gives me like a calm state of mind that's just like listening to the beats, following the rhythm. Or if I'm like really listening to it, I'll even listen for like the background instrumentals and just hear a certain beat and just stick with that one. 
EDM does. It makes me feel a type of way, happy, sad, like all of the yeah. emotions are there depending on what song and what genre you're listening to. But I want to feel something and, and music gives me that. My sister had a, she had a tattoo party. I didn't end up getting the tattoo. Uh, you see it? Dopamine. I love that. So for the people listening, his tattoo, it says dopamine and cursive. And then it is actually like the chemical compound. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's like the chemical compound of dopamine. I got it just because like it's that feeling inside your, the chemical inside your head that like keeps you happy. That like you feel it and it's just nothing but positivity. Like it's not thing that you're putting into your system. It's something that's already there. What are you most excited for? I feel like kind of how you said it before. I think you said it on like the different uh, last podcast, just like that two days you're free without worry. You're not stressing out about anything. Like you're supposed to be having fun, enjoying yourself without thinking, oh, I have to go do this. I have to go do that. All of these are like things I need to do right now. Like, it's just like you're there, you're listening to the music, like you're enjoying yourself. You're not stressing out. Like it's somewhere where you don't have to worry. It's somewhere where you vibe, where you have fun. It's somewhere where you could go to be happy. I really feel like when I'm there, that is when I'm living. I am truly living. I'm being my authentic self. And I'm not worrying about the future. And I'm not worrying about the past. I'm in the moment with other humans and experiencing the same thing. And like, that's truly living. When we sit yeah. home and we're in stress and anxiety and worry or shame or guilt, we're not we're letting those things like live our life. But when we walk through those gates and we just have those two days of freedom, it's like, that is truly living. What's your message to the world? Be as optimistic as you can. You can't always worry on the negative things that'll hold you back. And I kind of like go towards the message that how Avisi said it. When you're older, your wild heart will live for younger days. Think of me when you're afraid. One day you'll leave this world behind, so live a life you will remember. Thank you for listening to the Let's Vibe podcast. You can connect with Let's Vibe on all social platforms. To further support Let's Vibe, please share this podcast with friends or leave a review. For more information, Join our Discord group or visit our website at letsbymusic.com. Until next time, sending you love and vibes.